Hi everyone, I just wanted to give a quick explanation as to the gap between podcasts. Um, as I'm sure most listeners are aware of, thanks to the comic I posted last week, we lost an important listener shortly before Christmas. After four years of putting up a good fight against stage four kidney cancer, my dad passed away. There's nothing I can really say to really encapsulate what he meant, so I'm not really going to try. Um, safe to say he was a huge inspiration for this podcast and a large reason why I started it. When he was in college, he had a little gig as a radio DJ playing rock music for uh, Clarkson University way up in Potsdam, New York, tiny little college town in the middle of the Great White North. Um, he, We shared the same taste and style of listening to music, and when I first actually seriously considered that I could do this dumb show it was knowing that my dad was once a little dj and in his tiny little college town uh, my dad was the smartest engineer i've ever known and he also couldn't put together ikea furniture without cussing so if he could be a dj then certainly i could spout nonsense with someone for an hour about a subject that i love talking about my dad listened to this podcast and would always give me comments he <laughs> violently disagreed with our opinions about baseball being boring and he thinks Sam says the word like too much like really he loved all the rants we would go on and he said that when that was when we were at our best our video game references always went completely over his head but he didn't really care he was proud of me for getting this thing going and for keeping it going and I was happy knowing he was listening every week um we've lost our most important and loyal listener and that gap will never be filled I just want to thank everyone for their patience during these past few weeks as I've gone quiet. I had to go home. I had to be with my family and get through it. I really want to thank everyone who has sent me words of encouragement and condolences during this period of time. We we may be internet strangers, but it still means a lot to hear it from people I'll never meet and had no, and especially these people who had no reason to care about my father. It, it means a lot that you care. Thank you really. I know if dad was listening, he'd probably want me to move on with the smulchy stuff and get to the part where I start bashing Tom Brady again. So I, I won't make you sad anymore. Let's get on with the show. Rest in peace, dad. If there is an afterlife, I know you'll be tuning in. Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is that little piece of popcorn that gets kind of stuck to your tonsil, and you can't get it off, and it's just sitting there annoying your tongue for like 10 minutes, and you can't even focus on the movie. It's just bothering you, and then all of a sudden it's gone, and everything's okay again. Oh, Sam Grezis. That's like the worst one you've done. It's so much worse than getting it stuck in like your teeth or your gums because you can like just go to the bathroom real quick and like pick that out or like swish some coke between your i mean all you really need is like a at least one fingernail yeah i always have at least one fingernail that's a little bit long just for scratching and picking and various other accoutrements if it's on the tonsil man you're and it's like it's like wedged in like that lower sort of tonsil area your under mouth flaps you can't get it and if you like try and stick your finger back to get it you basically activate your gag reflex Mm -hmm. so you can't like worm it out without trying to throw up no it's 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 just a disaster you're you're good for 10 minutes of like annoying 
pain and discomfort and then and then it's gone and you know you're you're usually good but oofa doofa yeah it's been a while since i've eaten popcorn at the movies and i forgot how how harrowing of an experience it can be i never get food when i go to the movies Mm-mm. i never did it was one of those things i when I was a kid, I would usually go in the movies with my parents, and neither of my parents were popcorn eaters. Sure. Um, I, when I got to college, I was like, oh, I'm just going to eat all the food. And I, I got, like, Sour Patch Kids and popcorn and soda. And then I realized very quickly that I can't drink soda during a movie because then I'll have to pee. Ah, sure. Yep. So if I get a soda, I will literally leave it untouched. To what I feel like is the beginning of the third act, mm-hmm. and then I'll just guzzle that shit <laughs> like, down because I know I won't have to pee until the movie's over. It's got all of, it's like half melted ice, right? And it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> melted ice, or as you know, as some call it, water. <laughs> and ah, <laughs> uh, that's the worst. I have definitely been there. It's like I don't usually have to like pee during the movie, but like. I will, if it's, like, if it's a particularly engrossing movie, I will forget that I have, like, snacks or a soda or whatever until the third act. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I could, I could, I could have some soda. And it's, like, watered down now. It's the worst. When I get popcorn, well, I don't get popcorn. Uh, my wife likes to get popcorn and soda when we go to the movies. And I just... I sit there watching the previews, and then the previews are done, and the movie starts, and I look down, and most of the popcorn's gone. I'm like, fuck. I just ate most of it and the movie hasn't even started yeah. yet. Well, I mean, that's, I think that's the, the thing to do, honestly, like you get the popcorn, you eat the popcorn during the previews and then during the movie, you don't have to like hear yourself crunching on this incredibly loud snack that for some reason, movie theaters were like, hmm, What's a really good thing? What are two really good things to serve to people watching something that involves sounds that you want to hear? Oh, this packing peanut, like these tasty packing peanuts that crinkle in your mouth and are very loud. And things in plastic bags, candy in plastic bags. These are, these are the best foods. I will say I had a weird experience uh, with the whole drinking too much and having to pee at the last jedi oh no when so i, I can't ask well, you no spoilers i guess but. well no spoilers but there is the movie one of the movie's problems is that it's not very well paced mm-hmm. like i like i i loved it and i'm sure most of the people listening have already seen it and already have their opinion cemented in stone i loved it i thought it was great warts and all um it does have some pacing issues and towards the end of the movie uh, there's a point where something really fucking cool happens. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's winding down. It felt like the natural act. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out there's another like half an hour. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I started drinking because I thought like, all right, we're hitting the end here. We're, we're building to the climax. Everything's coming together. It's going to be good. Some cool shit's going to happen. I'll go out and I'll evacuate the bladder and everything will be good. Why is the movie still going? Gave you gave you a little bit of the fake out action. Shit sucks. Okay, and then we the movie ended, and my wife and our friend were sitting there talking, and I'm just like, um, 
yeah, like, this isn't a Marvel movie. There's not going to be a scene after the credits. We can talk and walk. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that is that is a cardinal sin of the Marvel universe. I hate that they do that. I think that... I think that... It's gotten... Like most things, Marvel, it's just... It's gotten kind of overdone. What seemed like a fun, cute novelty mm-hmm. has now become, like, the system. There's three and of the them. the charm isn't movie. there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There was like five in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Jeez, yeah, yeah. Because like, I love here's that the movie. director title slate. Here's the uh, here's the director of cinematography. Oh, here's a scene. Oh, here's like another four names. Oh, here's another scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, we don't. Come on, we don't need just, that. Just, we don't need. We that. don't need all that crap. That does remind me. I need to see Thor Ragnarok though. <laughs> I looks, I probably will at some looks point pretty when it comes. Good. <laughs> it looks pretty good. I'm not. I don't feel like ever going to see the Marvel movies when they come out directly anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Anyway, we're talking about dumb movies and nerd shit. We should be talking about playoff football. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> we have Let's that. get off this tangent. That's why we're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really, we're I'm here really excited. I think this is one of the best playoff spreads we've had in a long time. I mean, could you, could you imagine... Like that that Georgia Oklahoma game was a goddamn barn burner and I know I know the Alabama Clemson one wasn't as exciting but this is I think this is an awesome year for the college football playoff and uh I think that they that this year taught them that they'll have to expand to eight teams next year or in future years I'm just so so stoked for the for the playoffs Yes that's what we meant. The, the the joke the joke there was that I I am maybe not as excited. We all got the, the joke, okay. Sam. Yeah. Okay. Good. The sad thing is, I I think what you said could more or less apply to the NFL playoffs because yeah. outside two regulars, this is a pretty interesting slate. It is. It actually is. Outside the top of the AFC which are the same two shits we've been seeing in the AFC for years. It is a lot of It's a faces. pretty it's a pretty new group of people. Yeah. Pretty new group of teams and it's all just a lot of excitement and we're here this week to tell you why every single one of them is a piece of shit. Fucking crappy as hell and will lose. Yes. So let's look at all the playoff. Uh, actually, no. Do we want to go with? Let, do we want to go with like the old boys club first, like the the mainstays and why they suck, or do we want to go with I, like the? Before we get into the actual playoff teams, I just want to take a moment of laughter to appreciate two mainly teams that didn't make mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. at who have been plaguing the playoffs for years now. And that would be the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. Goodbye and good fucking riddance. <laughs> You're not in the playoffs. Neither of you made it for like the first time in five years. We're not dealing with either of you. I love it. Get out of there. Get some fresh blood in there. I'm so happy both of them missed the it. The NFC spread looks so much more interesting without those two fucking teams. The NFC looks so interesting right now. I, I seriously like any of these teams could come come out of it. Like I don't think there's a I don't think there's as much of a hard like oh it's probably going to be New England or Pittsburgh the way it is in the AFC. I I mean you could make a case for any of these teams. I think with the exception maybe maybe of 
uh, Carolina and maybe a Philadelphia if you think that Nick Foles really is that bad. But like, I don't know, man. It's 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 pretty wild to me. It's it's kind of. I genuinely feel like the NFC is anyone's game. Yeah, I think but this is going to yes. be a competitive, uh, mm-hmm. competitive playoffs on the on the NFC half for sure. But what matters the most is that we don't have to deal with Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson bullshit. Could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine how like harrowing it would be, and how hellish it would be to turn on ESPN had Aaron Rodgers led the Packers to a playoff spot? It was awful just seeing him come back for that one game. Yeah, and having people like talk about maybe he'll lead them to the playoffs or whatever. It was obscene. He he announces he's coming back and suddenly the my entire Twitter feed, all the sports people are tweeting about he's back. Oh, he's going to come back. He's going to tear it up he's gonna light the league on fire he's gonna run the table mm-hmm. they lost that week and got eliminated it yeah, was fantastic. it was great it was fantastic well the worst part is we all thought we knew how the story would end right we we all thought we all that thought that was exactly what was gonna happen you, and it was you put it in your comic right i did like i it was i was so sure and so were most people that yeah, that the Packers would win and we would be minus a more interesting team like like a Carolina who somehow got their act together late in the season or a, a scrappy Atlanta team that that is still very scary on offense and somehow has one of the best defensive players in the league. Like, I, I was so sure that we would miss out on seeing either of them uh, in the playoffs, or, or you know, both of them, if if Russell Wilson did fucking Russell Wilson magic, and ugh, I'm so glad, I am so glad that that is not what happened. That's so good. I've never been happier Just, to be wrong. Oh, it's it's wonderful, and it's one of those situations where I don't. I mean, the, I assume the Packers are probably going to be fine mm-hmm. next year because they'll still have Rodgers. Yeah. They did make some major shakeups. They fired Dom Capers, the defensive coordinator who Packers fans hate. Yeah, I, it's, that one's changed, been a long time coming. Yeah, and they changed uh, Ted Thompson's role. He's no longer, like, the player, like, GM okay. sort of deal. I think he's just handling, like, finance, that sort of... I, don't, he, I think he's moving into, like, football operations that the sort of like bullshit title whatever it is they they basically fired him from gm without actually firing him from the team yeah they're they're still giving him a paycheck but he doesn't have his like responsibilities so that's it's like the first time the packers have had a losing season since like god who like before 2010 and now now they're gone Mm. and now and they're all like firing and panicking it's great it's great i love it it's friggin super sweet it also feels very good because this feels in terms of the seahawks this feels like the culmination of their slow decline yeah since their super bowl win yep yep because the problems with the seahawks have been there for a couple years and they're not getting addressed no. and the team seems too stubborn to address them and now apparently cam chancellor and uh that other guy i his name escapes me is they're like they might not play football again i didn't see that whoa oh uh, yeah it, um i think it was Pete carroll who said cam 
and I, 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 his name is seriously blanking <laughs> me. Uh, you comment on the Twitter and stuff telling me who I'm forgetting. But yeah, it sounds like two major players on the defense may not play football again. And because of the injuries they mm-hmm. suffered, uh, I'm hearing rumors Jimmy Graham might leave. Oh, jeez. Which damages their uh, offense that much they, more. Yeah, they're they're pretty much everything, yeah. Yeah, he's like their big red zone target. So it's like the Seahawks, they had their moment. They're declining. It's all kind of going away, and I'm very happy about it. Well, and how this. appropriate was it that this year we kind of had, a, I don't know if you'd call it a passing of the torch, but... You had these teams, one in Atlanta and one in Jacksonville, who both kind of found these, like, swaggery ball-hawking defenses that are kind of high-flying, and they, they get the sacks, they get pressure, and they do it in a really kind of loud and fun way, the way that the Legion of Boom used to. Uh, I mean, and the Vikings, for that matter, have have kind of shut down defense they're not as flashy as as the other two but i you know i they're they're all these i feel like the torch has definitely been passed i also feel like pete carroll may have lost the locker room i mean i don't mm, know i know they like maybe. him a lot i don't know i know they like I... him a lot i just like i don't i don't after after seeing what like uh, michael bennett did and uh, i feel like I feel like a, a lot of that stuff comes from the coach. You know what I mean? A lot of that like kind of extracurricular shit. The coach has to simmer that down and be like, hey, you know, calm down. Get him next time. Pete Carroll often like joins in. Does not. Yeah. 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 He like he's. Pete Carroll encourages it. Yeah. Pete Carroll is. He's kind of into that whole, like, hey, be a little dirty. Yeah. You know, just, like, cause pass interference every play. I'm just going to sit here chewing my gum, you know? Hey, hey. <laughs> Part of that's That's fine, my Pete but... Carroll impression. It sounds nothing like Pete Carroll. <laughs> you, you almost got into, like, well, hey, kids. I'm a character well, hey, from Homestar Runner that I don't. It rains a lot up here in Seattle. Oh, I, I should place. really do this, like, pretending I'm just chewing. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I got like three sticks of gum. I'm Pete Carroll. I'm a player's coach. Everybody loves me except when things are going bad. Donate to Dave on Patreon for a 30-minute reel of him doing impressions of head coaches. I said it on the internet. Now you have to do it. Uh, Yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) All right, now let's have move on to the playoff teams and have a little bit less of a Giants fan and a Bears fan dunking on teams that were more successful than them. Yes, please. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) Jesus. Finally. (laughs) Let's start with the NFC because that's where the interesting shit is. Let's just name the teams that we got in the NFC playoffs. All right. So run, it's the Eagles. Eagles, number one seed, home field advantage. Mm -hmm. Two is the Minnesota Vikings. Those are the two buys. Uh, After that, then it's basically the entire nfc south minus the bucks yeah and <laughs> yeah and that other team well you got the rams the Rams. yeah the rams so it's the vikings the rams the eagles the saints the panthers and the falcons mm-hmm. that's an interesting slate of teams yep and they're all shitty all 
All of them. In, All of them. Let's start with the Eagles. Beautiful different ways. Oh, oh, please let's start with the Eagles. Let's start with After the Eagles. You, All right, Dave. All right. So first off, um, if you root for the Eagles, fuck you. If you bandwagon the Eagles, fuck you. Um, also, Eagles suck ass, and you shouldn't root for them because they're gonna lose because everyone sucks. Oh, and true. It's pretty obvious because I mean, did you see them without Carson Wentz? Oof. They were far more predictable. It Oofa seems doofa. pretty clear to me that this team, like Carson Wentz, brought that air of unpredictability, sort of Russell Wilsonness, mm-hmm. to the offense. Mm-hmm. And with Foles back there, who's not the runner, who's not the makes plays with his legs guy, is just a C plus quarterback kind of. Everything feels a lot more predictable, a lot more defeatable. Yep. And while they, Aguilar's like, dropping I passes, I, I feel again. like I. Sh- I should. I feel like I shouldn't like hold anything against them for the Dallas game because they weren't trying. No, no. But <laughs> well, like, I mean, they, but what else do you have to really go look on, right? Convincing, yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like you want to fire up your fan base. You got a new quarterback starting, and you want to you want to inspire a little bit of hope, right? Even though it doesn't matter. You, I guess, right? There's like you don't want to injure your players, but. At the same time, it's too late for that. Yeah, well, right, it's it is too late for that, and you have a fan base who is maybe you should just bench Carson in week one and save him for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's how you should do the season. Just play the entire season with your backups. That uh-huh. way, when you reach the playoffs, you're all fresh. Yep, and no one knows what to expect. Yeah, yeah, they don't have any tape on you. It's the long con. You oh, play man. nothing but backups, and then you make the playoffs. We are. It's it's really easy. We just broke the NFL. We are fans why, of the long Why con are we not show? <laughs> but yeah, the Eagles do not look nearly like the imposing monster that they were for most of the season now. Yeah, it's it's kind of lucky for them that they have the one seed, right? It mm-hmm. it it kind of. I mean, it definitely feels earned, but it doesn't feel accurate at this point. It's just, not, it's just kind really. of tough. I mean, it, I, I, it's good. So possibilities for them, right? They're going to play the lowest seed out of the winners of the, of the wild card games. Um, so I think personally that that will most likely be either Atlanta or New Orleans. If you're asking me, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think... I don't think they can beat either of those teams. This is the thing. I don't think they can do it. I think I think if beat Atlanta, I think New Orleans is a bad matchup for them. Yeah, okay. Okay. I see my thing with Atlanta is I think Deion Jones is is gonna pick Nick Foles off about eight times. <laughs> so maybe so, so maybe they can put up enough points to 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 hang with them, but I don't know, man. There there are a lot of people in Philadelphia that are worried about about that game, whoever they face, and I think rightly so. So Philly, you suck, get dunked on. But hey, if you make it to the Super Bowl against the the Patriots, please win. I, um, well, we'll get into yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. 
let's let's say what about the Falcons, Sam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. F- the Falcons are are shit. Jesus and Christ. they're terrible. And if you root for them, fuck. Deion you. Jones deserves a better team. Is is the first thing I'll say. I I do I do enjoy a lot of things about the Falcons. I enjoy Julio Jones. I enjoy some of the cooler offensive looks they do. What I don't enjoy is the fact that Matt fucking Ryan looks like a deer in the headlights out there making stupid plays. And their offense, which was fucking on fire all of last year and for most of this year, is now just like they can't move the ball at all. They have two decent running backs and one other running back that's pretty okay and yet somehow somehow they can't seem to like get more than like two or three yards per carry on average on the ground julio jones is being double and triple covered and ryan still finds a way to overthrow wide open muhammad sanu every other play it is a fucking mess and they are lucky they are lucky to be in the playoffs. They had a winning in game against the fucking Buccaneers and they couldn't get it done. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's real bad. The Falcons, they they kind of limped in. They're, they're like, hey, uh, Super Bowl hangover, but we rallied kind of. But not really. Not really. Honestly, out of all the teams in the NFC playoffs, I feel like the Falcons are the team I expect the least out yeah, of. Yeah, you're not alone, I don't think. And again, if you're a Falcons fan, you know how this ends. You are. It's so, going to be the same story. So you're prepared. Don't do this to yourself. Um, I I know twenty eight to three has yeah. has gotten old. I know. I know that joke is old. I haven't seen a real good usage of it in like three months at least. So I know you want to avenge that. I would like that joke to die, but. We all know how this ends. The thing is, that joke is just the latest punchline in a continuing joke of Falcon's heartbreak. Right? That That's not mm-hmm. new. This is an old story that repeats year after year after year in Atlanta, whether it's an NFC championship game, whether it is the Super Bowl, whether it's trying to make the playoffs in the first place. We all know how this ends. So if you're if you're in Atlanta and you're an Atlanta fan, do yourself a favor and instead of watching the game against the LA Rams, just go to the varsity. Get yourself a glorified steak and a fried fruit pie the place will be empty because everyone will be watching the game and like enjoy yourself for a little bit. Be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because Lord knows you won't be happy if you're watching that game. No, you won't. Let's do the Saints. Yes. Oh God. I am so excited. The New Orleans Saints. They're bad. They're trash. And if you root for them, fuck I'm you. A, I'm so excited to watch their new look defense be absolutely dismantled by Cam Newton. <laughs> It's going to be so satisfying. The Saints are strange to me. Uh-huh. Because, like, they started off, they, they started, like, 0-2, and, and everyone wrote them off. Yeah. And then they silently climbed back into good team designation. We're like, wait a minute, they haven't lost a game since week two. Mm-hmm. What is happening? And then they beat the Redskins in probably my favorite game all year. Yeah, that one was great. That game was so good. And then... It, it felt like they kind of started stuttering a little bit towards the end there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, 
I think it's just started to feel like they weren't quite as strong as they looked yeah, during that it wasn't streak. clicking, right? In, mm-hmm. in the way that you want a team heading into the playoffs to click. Yeah, so I I feel like the Saints are prime for, oh, everything just falls apart and they look randomly like shit for no reason. Right, yeah. There's always one of those teams where everything just falls apart and looks like shit for no reason. I mean, they have struggled against bad teams this year. I they they remember when they had a little bit of trouble against Brett Hundley. Yep, yep. Remember when they had a little bit of trouble against fucking Mitchell Trubisky? Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know. Gave but... this mighty Saints defense a kind of challenging game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. remember when they lost to the buccaneers in week 17 yeah even though that game technically meant nothing yep yep oh remember man. how well, the first time they really faced like a true offensive juggernaut the rams mm-hmm. they were beaten yeah they were beaten it was a close game i mean i, I do want to give the saints credit it wasn't one score game there but they were they were beaten mm-hmm by... There's just something about the Saints that feel off. Yeah, it doesn't... Kind of, like, it feels like there's, like, it's, like, normal, like, your normal hearing, but you got, like, a little bit of water left in your ear, maybe left over from the hurricane mm-hmm. all these years later. <laughs> Do, if the Saints win this year, can they still use Katrina? I don't think so. I think there have been, I think there have been too many disasters natural or otherwise for for them to still use katrina i think they can take their pick of any number of other humanitarian disasters for them to hang their hat on uh, to to like turn a, a possible super bowl win into a field we won story. the super we won the super bowl for houston yeah there you go yes <laughs> <laughs> just just pick a cause because we we knew what you went through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We understand. We we get it. Hey, we want it for you, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. because Jeez. things burn. Yep. Yeah, because because half of your friggin' city got caught in a wildfire. We did it for you, America, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So that's the Saints. What about the Panthers? I here's the thing. I. I want The Panthers are trash, and if you root for them, fuck. Well, you. obviously, right? <laughs> obviously, but the Panthers are such a fucking momentum-based, two-faced kind of team. I yeah, you get a different Cam Newton every week, man, and it's not just—it's not just a good and a bad Cam Newton. It's it's a frustrated Cam. There's like a, a Cam Newton mood chart. And someone, like, throws a dart at the board, and it's like, you get a different Cam Newton every single week, depending on where that thing lands. And, so like, I, I can't believe it when the offense starts sputtering. It's, like, unreal to me. And it has been this year, like, a few times. It's It's very strange. This team sometimes looks exactly like the team that went 15 and one and almost won the super yeah and then sometimes it looks like the team that actually played in that super right right i feel like this year they've proven they can beat anyone they've also proven that they can lose to anyone Mm -hmm. and very inexplicable i I mean yeah again 
Brett Hundley hung 24 on on that you know vaunted Panthers defense which which by the way we're not talking about that much anymore because it's not that great anymore yeah almost got beaten by the Buccaneers and to their credit the Falcons were kind of they they had a win in in scenario but this game was meaningful that Panthers game was meaningful to the Panthers if they won their seeding would have improved and they got beaten by 12 by the Falcons who we just spent a lot of time dunking on so what does that tell you about your team doesn't say much. Hey, remember when they lost to the Bears? Oh God, I do. Seventeen, 17 to, to three. three. Wow. I, I mean, I will say it was very funny because the next week they beat the Buccaneers seventeen to three. I just, I, I just even saw that, that now. <laughs> I'm looking at the score lines. And that's pretty great. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So if nothing else, you know, Panthers fans, your team's got a bit of a sense of humor. <laughs> But God, was that a was that a Glennon game or a Trubisky game? Oh no! Oh, that's late enough in the season. I think that's a Trubisky that was a Trubisky game. game for sure. Glennon lasted like four or five weeks, so yeah, that was yeah. a Trubisky. Game. Yeah, yeah, man, I thought we had him in like week three. Jesus, this has been a long season. <laughs> yes, yes, it has. Of course, the Panthers also beat the Vikings. They did. They did. So, what is this team? Yeah. Not something you should hang your hat on or reliably trust no, in any no, way. No, not not a team that I, I would expect to win games consecutively. <laughs> put it put it that way. I wonder how yeah. many consecutive games they've won this year. So okay, they won they won They had two streaks of three. Yeah. And then two streaks of two. Yeah. So I guess not entirely That's not too bad. Bad. But would, it's not too bad. Still I don't know. There's not a lot of confidence that there. It seems like, or at least I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't trust him. No, me either. I don't trust him. We got three NFC South teams in there, and I don't really trust any. Yeah. Of them. No. No. And here's the thing. I don't think many NFC South fans would disagree with you. I think they all know in their hearts that although it, yes, it is super impressive that you know your division, uh, your division has three teams in the playoff that's awesome i don't think any of them think they're going to the super bowl i mean at minimum after this weekend there can only be two left yeah that's true there i'm i'm gonna say there's probably going to be one left yeah i don't know i feel like it's going to be the winner of the nfc south bowl yeah the panthers versus saints and then i think the rams are going to beat yeah yeah, and then probably the Rams because I yes, mm-hmm. let's go with the Rams because yeah. they're the other team playing this weekend. Let's let's do it. They uh they suck too. They have no playoff experience. Nope. Sean McVay was not alive the last time Los Angeles <laughs> oh hosted my a playoff God, really? game. Really? Is that true? That is a true. Holy fact. shit! That's amazing. <laughs> you think it's just the like? Rams, do you think yeah. it's like like a kid nervous? Like, I don't know, man. Like, before a big test the next day, like, what am I supposed to do? Well, if I forget to wear my pants, I don't know. Is there, like, a is there like a special suit I have to wear for the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. No one told me, like, when to show up. They said, like, show up at 7 a.m., but does, 
But is that like when I need to be there and when everything starts? Or do I really need to be there at six to like get ready? Is there a breakfast that everyone else is going to that they didn't tell me about? Oh, no. They have no playoff experience. They have no idea how to handle any of this. There's, it's it's probably just going to end in disappointment. And honestly, that's fine. Yeah. The Rams surpassed all expectations this year. Somewhere, Jeff Fisher is sad. Yeah. And I think good. this Rams season can be called a success no matter that's, what. That's true. I, I do feel like we can dunk on the Rams as much as we want to. But at the end of the day, even if they do end up laying an egg against the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, that'll hurt and that'll be disappointing. But you you did fucking... Not only did you stick it to Jeff Fisher, you, like, kind of exposed him as just an awful coach. I This, this All year... All the same like, pieces and... This is such a huge and, difference. And suddenly you have one of the best offenses that the NFL has seen, right? Like, <laughs> and Jared Goff is good. Like, I, it, I feel like, yes, you know, your team, your team is at risk of sucking. And they probably will because... And next year, there's going to be way too many expectations the, oh God. for you to meet. Yeah, but right impossible. now, everything is kind of gravy mm-hmm. for Los Angeles. Like... No matter what happens, they had a good season, yeah. and it probably won't end the way they want it to. No, it won't. But you know what? Things are looking up, and next year, you can have your hearts truly broken. That's, yeah, you can have your hearts truly broken. I fucking... This is another case where I think I think Todd Gurley deserves a better team, too, although I don't know which better team I would be happy to see him on, because... The Rams kind of rise and fall on him, right? He's been their kind of workhorse back, and if he can't get going, they they sputter because I don't know if I don't know if I trust Jared Goff to like win a game with his arm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of wondering this season about how much of it is Goff and how much of it is Sean McVay. Yeah, kind of. Because he sort of pioneered a new way to run the offense this season, mm-hmm. which a lot of teams have sort of taken notice of, in that he's getting the the team to line up at, at the line of scrimmage a lot sooner than most teams do, yeah. so that the defense has to line up so that he can read the defense and relay play calls and, like and protections and all that stuff to Jared Goff before the 10-second um, audio cutoff through the microphone. I will say... Why the hell has nobody done this before? It's. I think that's one of those cases where I bet Sean McVay wondered that. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's just young. Had to read the rule book a million times, and like he's finally convinced uh, that no, this is actually a thing you can do. I honestly feel like this is something Bill Belichick would do if he was an offensive guy. Yeah, but yeah. he he doesn't really worry about the offense because he's got a Hall of Famer, and it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is definitely something Belichick would be smart enough to do. But it's also something that a lot of other coaches are probably like, oh, that's not how we do that's things. That's not real football. We don't do things that way. And Sean McVay is coming in. It's like, hey, your traditions are stupid. Fucking millennials. Good for you, Sean McVay. I like. Yeah, millennials are ruining pre-snap calls. <laughs> that's another thing millennials are killing. Just this amazing industry of pre-snap calls. And, 
audibles. Like, millennials are ruining it. They're changing it. God. Boo. The Vikings. The Vikings. Speaking of teams, I have no idea what to fucking make of. See, I feel like this is my favorite to come out of the yeah. NFC. Yeah, I, because I, I, I genuinely trust that defense, yep. and I, I keep waiting for the moment where Case Keenum sucks, and it's, it doesn't, it doesn't come. happen. I, I will say, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, friend of the show, Ray Rayberg, has said to me, and I think it was in 2011, that Case Keenum would be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And for, you know, five years, I laughed at him about it. And I was like, ha ha ha, it's so funny, you, you dummy, you don't know anything. And suddenly... That take isn't as hot as it once was. It is. Don't get me wrong. You still don't want to touch it. You're, you'll burn your fingers. That's still a hot it, it is, take. It's still a pretty hot take. But like, blow on it a bit, and maybe, and maybe you can take a bite out of that, out of that hot take. So, so my my thing with the Vikings then is, I I I guess I want them to fail so that I'm proven right. Ah, uh, the old classic pessimistic way. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, I'm pessimistic. We're either pleasantly addictive. surprised or we're right. Yeah, there you it's go. It's the best way to live. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do next season, man. What do you do? You have three quarterbacks who are all like... I, I think Sam Bradford's I, gone. Yeah, that's probably right. I think Bradford's gone. Some team will want Bradford. I don't know who, but some team will want Bradford because Bradford, he knows how to get paid for little amounts of work. Like that dude, we we made fun of Brock Osweiler for getting mad cash yeah. for basically doing nothing. But I mean, Sam Bradford, he's a pioneer in that front. Now he's getting paid a lot of money all the time to essentially play a couple games and then go to IR. Right. Yep. I mean, he's he's running the scam. I I would say better than Brock Osweiler. He's not. I mean, he had the first game of the season. He had like the best game that entire week, and then we never saw him again yep. because he had something aggravated. It's it's ludicrous. It is absolutely. It, it's a racket, is what it is. I mean, I don't know what else to tell he, you. He's he's a monster. Sam Bradford is a snake. He's getting away with it. He can't keep getting away with it. So I think Bradford's gone, and it's going to be between Bridgewater and Keenum. And then they're probably going to start Keenum, and Bridgewater will be unhappy, and then everything will go bad. That's that's the thing. I think this the Vikings have to win it this year because it's going to get ugly. It, it, soon. Re- it really, really is. Because, because here's the thing. We're going to talk about the Chiefs in a bit, but... I think the writing's on the wall there. Like, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to start next year and Alex Smith is going to get traded or shipped off somewhere else to start there for a little bit. It's different with the Vikings, right? Because Teddy Bridgewater... They have the dreaded quarterback controversy. It's not even... It's, like, more than that, though, right? Like, the Vikings can hold on to both of them and just make Teddy Bridgewater miserable for a while or like make case Keenum miserable because he's, I mean, he has done so- nobody. I mean, we're all like kind of still 
not trusting Case Keenum. Right, exactly. He hasn't done it long enough, consistently enough, for us to be like, okay, he's your best option. We're all just sitting here like, all right, when's he going to suck mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, though, if if he starts struggling in the playoffs and, and they start to put in Teddy Bridgewater, that would be an incredibly unfair thing to do for, for a guy who has been... Bridgewater didn't get them to the playoffs. No, Keenum did. No. It's... It, they're going to have to walk a pretty tough tightrope through the playoffs and this offseason. And if they it's don't It's going do it, to be a disaster because it's the Vikings yeah. and they don't get nice nope. things. Nope. I mean, they're they're like the Falcons. They don't... The Vikings do not get nice things. Nope. So, they, I mean, there's your number one reason to not root for the Vikings. Just, they, <sighs> they don't get nice things. I mean, honestly... Expect the worst. Looking... Looking at this NFC playoff picture, it it almost feels like the Saints have the most playoff experience with winning Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. Because like, honestly, yeah, the Rams the Rams have a Super Bowl, but it was way back when. The I no one else really does. <laughs> right. Our Panthers have been to one. They they didn't win it. The Falcons have been, uh, they didn't win it, but the Saints at least have like the same coach and the same quarterback that was there last time. So they, they're kind of like the only team that has the playoff knowledge. Fair, but, but at some point you're asking to have your cake and eat it too, right? We do have these new fun, exciting teams in the playoffs. And that's the best part. And that is the the best part. The NFC is anyone's game. They're all probably legitimate contenders outside. I I feel like the Falcons aren't. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, I feel like outside the Falcons, and I I might be wrong about them. They they still had a pretty decent season. I feel like any of these teams could go all the way if they get hot. That, that's the thing, and and that that applies. I would say, at least in my opinion, that applies to the Falcons too. If the Falcons, if the Falcons can beat the Rams, honestly, I mean the Rams are a good team. Like, if the Falcons can put up enough points to hang with the Los Angeles Rams, you know, I think, I I don't think you can say that they're not legitimate contenders at that point, you know? Let's move on to the more boring one now. Yeah, all right. So the <laughs> AFC, the AFC, where all the good shit is happening this weekend, and then after that, uh, it's the same old crap. Yeah. Let's just face it. Whoever wins this weekend is going to lose next weekend to the two assholes who are always there. Make, make your peace with it now so that you're not disappointed when it happens. None of these teams are going to beat the Jag- uh, the Steelers or the Patriots. No. I know a couple of them already have. I know the Jaguars already beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, the, hey, but, and, hey, and oh, I know the Chiefs the already beat. in the preseason. Yeah. And the Chiefs beat the Patriots in the regular season. That we was a all know it doesn't Chiefs matter. Team. That was, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. No. They're just going to be the sacrificial lambs. It's going to be Pittsburgh and New England in the AFC Championship because the AFC sucks so many balls. Ugh. But thank fucking God for this weekend. At least. Oh yeah, I mean it's going to be fun. I think Jacksonville is going to walk all over Buffalo. I really do. I think so too. I mean, let's keep in mind. Congratulations. Yeah. Buddy. Yes. 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 Absolutely. For once, things actually went your way. Mm-hmm. 
And I love that they backed into the playoffs more or yeah, less. Yeah, they did. That they, they they needed another team to win to succeed, and that happened. Good, good for you, Bills. Good, good for you. I'm happy that streak is over. You're probably going to get beaten up unless really bad Blake Bortles shows it, up. It almost, which is entirely possible. It almost makes me forget that time that you tried to start fucking Nathan Peterman at quarterback. Can you imagine if the Bills hadn't won, hadn't started Peterman that one yeah. game, and then they missed by like a half a game? Jesus. And it's because of that game that that effectively Nathan Peterman had kept the Bills out. I would have I would have started feeling a conspiracy. Yeah, really? Like yeah, absolutely. I I don't think I don't think you'd be alone. Buffalo is so fucking frustrating to me because I really like Tyrod Taylor and I know a lot of Buffalo fans do too. He's so much fun to watch when he like plays, even if he's playing not super well. How can you not trust him? He got you in the damn playoffs. Come on. I mean, let's be real. Andy Dalton got them to well, the playoffs. Well, okay. Yes. Yes. But. <laughs> and Bills fans have shown Andy Dalton much more appreciation <laughs> than they ever showed Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> You're right. Shoot. Andy Dalton has gotten so much love for one one throw and a Ravens defensive breakdown. <laughs> Then Tyrod Taylor has gotten his entire tenure. <laughs> yeah, fucking where are the Bills fans donating to the Tyrod Taylor Foundation? Shit. It's a good <laughs> point. I didn't even think about that. But seriously, it's it's nice to see Buffalo in the playoffs again. And Buffalo is very hungry. They're going against the coach that basically told Buffalo to go fuck themselves yeah. and yep. skip town yep. in Doug Marone. It's... I. I think like this is going to be the most enjoyable game for me to watch this weekend. Yep, outside, true. I just want to see this because it's two fan bases that have been starved for God, luck so for a long yeah. time, and they're both hopped up. The Jags have that new car smell kind of thing going on where there's all these fans are just like, oh, we can actually root for you yeah. now. Oh, we can raise the tarps and fill up the seats. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. And then the Bills fans who are perpetually drunk nonsense party. Yeah, man. fucking this crashing is, through tables. It's going to be good. It's going to be really, good. I'm really excited. I am, like, super, super excited for them. But let's face it, both teams also yep, suck. That's true. That's true. Don't root for the Bills. You know how this ends. Um... Basically, you backed into the playoffs and got a worse draft spot. Yeah, but hey, playoffs. Yeah, I play. Guess. I play. No, playoffs are playoffs are good, and you know you do have a, a relatively young team, with the with the exception of the fa- like how is Lashawn McCoy still happening? But but well, I mean he died. Yeah, that's true. That's hurt. I guess he's not happening anymore. <laughs> but but you know both these teams are, are young. And and God, I'm I was about to say the next thing like as a joke, but I realize there's no way I can say this that that will be funnier than saying it straight faced. If they make good moves in the off season and keep their players happy, there's no reason they won't be in the playoffs next year. Yeah, 
So that is why Nathan Peterman will be the yeah. Bills starting quarterback yeah, have fun next with season. That. Have fun shipping Tyrod Taylor off to a team that needs a quarterback and watching them fucking waltz to a Super Bowl. Yep. Watch him end up on the Jaguars. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you imagine? That would be the most fun team in the league. Like overnight. Holy shit. It would it would be great. Um, I do it, please. Hell yeah. And then also we have probably the the shame I'm game watch that. where two game. teams <laughs> where maybe at one point we had hopes for them and at this point they're just kind of in the playoffs as a formality yeah. because they needed to fill the slots and fuck the Ravens yeah. so the Ravens aren't there so I mean we have the Titans who for a while led the division but have never particularly looked all that yeah they've good. never really passed the eye test for me this year. No, um, I, they did sweep the Jaguars, which I think is funny. Yeah, that that is. I don't know what 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 that's about. <laughs> I mean, it. I something about the Titans makes the Jaguars shit themselves. Yeah, I don't know. It, it happened in '99, and it's happening again. So I, part of me really, really wants a Titans Jaguars AFC Championship it's game. Never, it, it, it's never. It, gonna it happen. won't happen. It will not happen, but it will be hilarious if it does. Just just picture that. Just go off into your happy place and think about that game that we'll never get and enjoy it. And the Titans are playing the Chiefs, who somehow held on to the division lead after like a five-game skid because nobody could catch up with them and even the chargers who made an attempt went oh shit actually we're still the chargers and went yeah but but i i mean but they suck now though yeah like the kansas city chiefs do not look like a great football team no they're bad <laughs> they got a bad defense their quarterbacking alex smith has reverted to his normal yeah. self uh we're probably not going to see anything meaningful out of patrick mahomes this no, year no no so uh it's all, it's all a joke. Yeah. It's this game's going to be two hobbled and broken and flawed children fighting each other in the parking lot and everyone else just kind of standing around like this is this is just kind of sad. Yeah, for the for the right of of losing to uh to I guess that would be New England after uh Jacksonville goes on. Why to- does New England always get the the easiest fucking game. Everyone always talks about how how great the Patriots are, and yeah, that they win the first seed, but that means they always play the lowest you, seed. Here's the, and you can fix the, this so uh, easily. If I, I mean, imagine if it were it, it were that say Tennessee got the five seed instead of Buffalo. Immediately, yeah. immediately the playoffs are more interesting. To me, at least. Mm. Yeah, I think I just uh, I'm just so sick of the Patriots in the AFC Championship it's, game it's, because they keep getting gonna the cake game the cake game in the divisional round yep. because they just get the worst team. It's all because ugh, the bottom such, of the barrel in the AFC like ugh. there's such a discrepancy between the top of the AFC and the rest of it. It's true, and all the interesting stuff in the AFC is happening right now. And then it's going to suck, and it's going to be Steelers and the Patriots. And I don't even want to no. talk about any of those teams, because who, who fucking, fucking cares, cares anymore? Jesus. Just 
go away. I hope Big Ben retires. I hope Tom Brady goes so far up his own ass thanks to his uh, weird pseudoscience personal trainer yeah. and just kind of like writes a book about how far into his own ass he can see. <laughs> just like, I, I made it to the small intestine today. It's great. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. His team, his team sucks. I have a question yes. for you, Sam. What is your dream matchup and ending for this playoffs? In, it, okay, so in the in the Super Bowl, the dream scenario, the ideal, the dream scenario, the game and the team you want to win the most. Oh, so are you talking about like my dream game, like the matchup I would your like dream, your dream matchup, and then whoever you want to win everything. Got it. Got it. Okay, so I would love to see Jacksonville win everything. I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be awesome. Either honestly, either Jacksonville or Buffalo. Whoever wins that game, I want. To, I want to go all the way, for sure. Um, I'm probably excited most. Ah, God. See, the the thing is, it's not possible. It's not possible to have Jacksonville beat New England. Well, I guess no. It would be. It would be in the AFC I, Championship like, I actually, game. I actually think Jacksonville. If Bortles doesn't Bortle, I think the Jaguars' defense is good enough. Yeah, I think I think the Jaguars' defense has that that defense ability, which has proven to be Brady's undoing in past playoff years. That it could be enough, but I don't trust Bortles. My my my, I guess dream game in the in the playoffs then would be the AFC Championship game uh, between. Uh, New England and Jacksonville fresh off a win against Pittsburgh. Uh, And I think that the way I want that game to go is I think I want it to be a six to 20 win uh, for the, for the Jaguars. (laughs) And I, I want the, I want the six points to be off of field goals. And I just want it to be, I want it to be the kind of game that the Patriots usually win right where it's it's not super flashy maybe Bortles makes a few big plays down the field and they and like and they get a couple like dope runs uh by Leonard Fournette but i i think that i i, I just want to see the Jacksonville Jaguars Patriots the Patriots and win a relatively low scoring but not incredibly low scoring game while holding the Patriots to field goals I would love that very much. Who is your NFC pick? Who do you want them to win? The I most? so out of the NFC, I would love to see honestly either Los Angeles or Atlanta because I think that they're the most. If they're on, you know what I mean. I just their offense yeah. is just so fun to watch and to have to have a Jacksonville, uh, a Jacksonville versus either LA or Atlanta, assuming their offenses are working at top potential uh watching that super bowl to me would be incredibly satisfying no matter who wins that game i would be really happy Mm-hmm. indeed how about you my ideal scenario is it's from the afc it's definitely the jaguars for sure yep i because I, they have the best and, shot right like yeah I, I it's hard to not like this jaguars mm-hmm. team so I, if it's not the Jaguars, I'd probably want it to be Buffalo. Yeah. 
I'd want it to be pretty much anyone but the Patriots or Steelers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and I think but, just Tennessee and Kansas City aren't like as flashy and fun. I'd be happy for both of those fans. For bases. sure. For sure. So yeah, the Jaguars would be my pick, and then they would. My ideal scenario would be pretty much, um, the Vikings. So like the Vikings and the Jaguars. I really like the Vikings. I've always had a soft spot for the Vikings. If it's not the Vikings, then it would be the Rams. Okay. And I, I'll because of my little soft spot for the Vikings, I'll, I'm kind of probably on their bandwagon to win it all. I, I'd like to see the Vikings mm-hmm. to win it all. But honestly, as long as it's not the Eagles, Patriots, or Steelers, I think I, I'll be happy with whatever result we get. Sure. Sure. I think out of all those teams... Outside those three and maybe the Saints, I don't really care about the Saints. Mm-hmm. Any result would make me. You happy. you know that I I disagree with you on on the Eagles, and I do want to say that I would be happy to see the Eagles win it, if only because they have never won a Super Bowl. And it should stay yeah, that I way. I know. Okay, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know, I know. But at the, the same at the same time, like he, here's the thing, right? Like hell scenario, it's Patriots Eagles. I mean, w- would you rather the Patriots just do it again because it's the status quo? Like, like here's the thing I'm wrestling with. Like, if it's the Eagles versus the nightmare scenario mm-hmm. for me is the Eagles versus the Patriots or Steelers. Right? Yeah. Because either it's an all Pennsylvania bowl and fuck. Oh that. wow, I didn't even yeah, for sure. Oh god, can you imagine the coverage? It would be absolutely atrocious. Or it's the Eagles versus a team I'm just so goddamn sick of. And I think if the Eagles and the Steelers play, I'll probably root for the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. If the Eagles and the Patriots play, I might legitimately be more on the side of the Eagles simply because it would be new. So that that was my thing. So because I don't want to watch the same goddamn episode of television mm-hmm. for the like the sixth time. I've seen it. I know all the bits. I don't need that anymore. I hate the Eagles, but at least that would be fresh. Yeah, I was I was wondering if the if like what what side you would come down on if you were like oh you know i've seen it before so i can like deal with i know how to deal with being annoyed that the patriots won a super bowl right versus this is new and that's like something i guess but it's also a team that you know fuck them so yeah yeah i i I see that i see that for sure for sure but but here's the thing the patriots are gonna win the super bowl and it fucking sucks it's it's going to be total fucking yep. ass. They're just going to win again, yep. and they're all going to get even smugger, yep. and it's going to be a whole bunch of horse shit because life is cruel yep. and painful and the yep. worst. It sucks. That's what hey, it is. Hey, you know what doesn't anyway, suck? Our what? fans. Our fans are great. So but this ran a little bit long, but we have a little bit of – some nuggets that we'd like to get away. And first off, we want to give a shout out to the Twitter individual known as at the Allen brand for giving us both a little gift for it Christmas. It was so friggin' nice. I loved it very much. Uh, it was, yeah, at the Allen brand, follow him there. Uh, he got me a nice little Walter Payton Funko pop toy. I didn't know they made Funko pops for football players. 
Wow, you, you, you did. No, I thought it was. They make Funko Pops for the most random I shit. I thought. Well, I thought that was those the things point. must it was be only random so. Shit. Those things must be so easy to produce because yeah, they make they make some seriously obscure things. I was I went into the store. I don't have any Funko Pops except for the one at the Allen Brand gave me, which was a Lawrence Taylor Funko Pop. I have not bought any Funko Pops myself. I've always kind of found their black eyes creepy. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of stare into and, your soul a little bit, huh? And then there I think everyone has that coworker who has way too many on their desk mm-hmm. and it's weird. But I I was wandering in the store and I saw like a character from Suicide Squad and it wasn't any of the superpower people. It was it was like the military leader guy. Oh. Who I didn't even realize he had a name because I saw that movie once on an airplane and it sucked. But some they must have thought somebody would want that. Jeez. Like they, they I was looking at some of these and I'm like, I don't even know half of these. These are so obscure. What? It's like a challenge oh my, or something. I don't know. Like... It's crazy. It's really funny. The very first time I ever saw a Funko Pop before they became a thing, mm-hmm. it was a Russell Wilson Funko uh-huh. Pop. And I was laughing because it looked actual size. <laughs> and then they were everywhere. I'm like, that looks like that Russell Wilson doll. What is going are on? They, are they just, yes, are they, they are make they just making a bunch players. of Russell Wilson cosplay dolls? <laughs> <laughs> he had likenesses of him mm-hmm. just made. It's Russell Wilson as Kylo Ren. Russell Wilson as fucking Eleven from Stranger Things. Russell Wilson as Rick and Morty. Russell Wilson as Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you, Dallin Brand, for our Christmas gifts. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Have I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Uh, quick little lightning round yes. of news with... Little single jokes won't dwell on anything. Ah, fucking LOL. The Bengals kept Marvin Lewis. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? Um, more like Chuck Pagano. Got him. We were waiting so long Got for him. that joke, and finally we can use it. Uh, Carson Palmer and Bruce Arians retired. So, Larry Fitzgerald might I not mean, be far behind. I mean, Carson Palmer and Bruce Arians don't have to move anywhere because they're already where old white people go to retire. <laughs> John Fox is gone. Yeah, finally. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jim Caldwell is gone. We reached out to Jim Caldwell for comment, and he went, eh. <laughs> Very good. You know what this all means, though? You know who's who's the newest hot commodity on the... Lightning round is not over oh, yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, LOL, the Browns. Oh, my God. They did it. They've done it. Congratulations, Browns. Uh, please don't freeze and get frostbite in the Owen 16 parade, which is actually yeah, happening. Yeah. Be safe. Bl- God bless you. Um, Vance Joseph is staying as the coach for the Denver Broncos. Um, and they are possibly looking at a new QB coach who is rumored to possibly be Ben McAdoo. Man. In which case I think we can all safely say oh, that John Elway man. is a very bad general yeah. manager. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the Ravens for ha 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 way to fuck that yeah. up. Um, holy shit. 
John Gruden might be the next coach of the yeah. Raiders. Yeah, which sucks because I, I want I Jack love Del Rio is but... gone, but oh man, that might really happen. Finally. And lastly, Janine Garofalo is legit. Holy yep. shit. Yep. I'm excited. But really, Chuck Pagano. I'm, I'm excited to see where the new hottest like head coaching hire, Josh McFucking Daniels, is going to land. It might be us. I, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I can't believe I, people want him. Is there nobody else? Can you not make a couple calls like down the NCAA? Find like a find like a good. Remember when Josh McDaniels was a good coach when he didn't have Tom Brady? No, I don't. <laughs> I remember when Josh McDaniels was a good coach. Period. He's never had a good season. Why? Why do you want him? <laughs> uh, Sam. Yes. Uh, we're finally at the playoffs. Yes. Yes. And it and actually looks like it's, it's going to be, be good. good for at least a few weeks. So that's, that's for at nice. least one yeah. week. Things yeah. are going to be good. Good. One week. All the matchups are good. Everything will be probably fun to watch and football will be good again. And then it won't be. But, you know. And then that's it won't the be. But until then, until the later playoffs, when crap comes back, we can enjoy this week. The wild card week. It's the best yes, week. Yes, it is. I'm very excited. Sam, how can we? Yes, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S A M G R E S S E S E S E S on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs and also on Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs as well as at KissingIvankaTrump.com Dave? I am Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Play Dave. You can find me on Facebook at the Play Comic, on Patreon, on Instagram, and of course on the Play.com. Updates will be resuming next week and everything should be good. Enjoy the playoff games this weekend, everybody. See you next week. Do you think we did a good enough job of, like, anti-jinxing a Patriot Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs>